Is that live? Are we live? Yeah, I think I think we're live. Yeah, we're fucking live. <laughs> that's that's for you right now. I hope you're listening. Nothing like oh. a bit of continuity. Um, we've had a bit of drama getting on, but we're on. How uh, do you feel? Yeah, it was a bit of a troubling couple of minutes for you, wasn't it, Mindy? But we're here. The fans, the fans will be pleased that we're back for a um, second rerun. Technical problems your end as well as mine, I think. We'll say. All right. Um, how was how was football? Yeah, football was good this evening. What about you? Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, day with the parents, so probably not as exciting as football. Um, right, I don't <laughs> think people are here for the small talk, mate. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just trying to avoid talking about my team, to be honest. Well, we're gonna are we gonna intro, intro it? Well, how did you get on well, last yeah. week, Mindy? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll tell people who we are. As well, I'm I'm Mindy, Premium Player Podcast, um, FPL. That's all, all everything to do with FPL, basically. Uh, who, who are you? Yeah, I'm Callum. Uh, just can't wait to get going on this week, just to hear about how you got on, really, Mindy. Well, we'll talk about your week first. Okay, I think I got a respectable seventy-five in the end. Uh, had a f- yeah, seventy-five. I had a few. Great uh, performances from Bamiang, James Justin delivered the points as well, and then another man called Mohamed Salah. He he delivered as my captain. And, uh, did you go for him? I did not go for for Salah because I'm a man of my fucking word, unlike you, you prick. <laughs> oh. um, so more yeah, more U-turns than the government during COVID. I mean, you said people aren't here for small talk. Let's not let's not go into the political <laughs> thing. Um, so, for anyone who didn't listen last week, Callum spent ten minutes talking about how he'd seen people on Twitter saying that there was a no salad strategy and it was going to be his plan. Like after we recorded last week, he said y- y- your whole thing was we needed to title the podcast "Mo Salah or No Salah." Like you were all in, you've committed. What the fuck happened? I think my problem is I spend too much time on this. So by the time we recorded the podcast, another few hours tinkering over the next few days. Um, and I think there was a U-turn within the community, not just me, just to try and deflect. You just can't go out, go without the best player in the game. Um, and as it proved, you sit in bottom of all our mini leagues, Mindy. Uh, it's a long old road for the to get back to the top for you, isn't it? I mean, I don't think you're eligible to use the word community. W- what about the word? What about our community? The Forty odd people that listen to our podcast. Who it's great numbers for the first week, wasn't it? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they've, uh, they've they've stuck around even after the ill-judged advice. I, I mean, everyone's going to U-turn at some point. I'm, I'm sure that you will over the course of the season, and it was justified. Like it wasn't a. It was a move that paid off, um, and I'm sorry to the fans if I might have led them down the wrong path. But I mean, yeah, there's a couple of messages. We, 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 we've had one mess, one angry listener already, Varen, say that he uh, was influenced by our discussion of No Salah, and well, to his detriment and my detriment. Um, so yeah, I stuck with my early inclinations. Um, I did want to tinker towards the end of Friday as well but 
it was other areas of my team because Brewster ended up not getting the loan move. I never, I never really considered. Not that I don't rate Salah, I just um, had been set on executing that strategy. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't as gutted as I would have been if I'd been umming and ahhing about putting him in. Um, with my team, I ended up being more annoyed with players like Dele Alli and Pulisic, uh, who looks like I've made poor decisions on those players, as well as Salah, uh, and those were 50-50 calls I was wondering about, so I was more annoyed on... Who who did you go with for Pulisic and Ali instead of? Did they deliver? Who you, with the, uh, the other options? Uh, it would have been Havertz and I can't remember with the other alternative to Ali. It would have been Son, so maybe probably not. All right, so you've not, you've not lost out too much. So yeah, I think either yeah, no, no matter what I was doing, I was destined to have a god awful game week one. So luckily, there's another thirty-seven. Well, yeah, I was talking about this with my flatmate. I've never started... I don't think I've ever had a flying start, so it's always a uphill struggle through the season. Um, so apart from all the success stories in your team, is there anyone who looks like you're looking to move on already or are you just going to be happy? Yeah, if we're, if we're moving on to teams that didn't impress this week, Tottenham's probably at the top of the agenda. I know Everton yeah. played really well, but... I've I've got Hyung Ming Son in at the moment, so on at the weekend when I did put Salah in, my it was with the the thought that I was going to take Salah and Antonio, who was a game week, who was just a game week one punt out for Marshall and Bruno, but then Salah got a hat trick, so I'm actually quite. Salah in- got a hat trick, did he? Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, fucking that passed me by that. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they all, I think all the, there'll be no one watching. There'll be no one listening this week after. Um, but in, uh, yeah, so that was them two were going to be my decisions this week. But I'm quite indecisive now. There's quite a few routes that I think we're going to talk about later that I might go down. I might even make it tonight because of the pricey rise of a certain player. But yeah, Tot- Tottenham were the big disappointment for me. I think everyone everyone jumped on board after the Amazon dock. I think there was a bit of feel-good feeling about Spurs players this year but it's died before it's even got going yeah Mourinho that eh <laughs> it's Mourinho um, for the last five years I mean you, you, you say you're feeling a bit indecisive I mean whatever decision you say on this podcast you're just going to go back on it in a couple of days anyway so so that's why I'm probably not going to be 100% on whatever decision I encourage so um Everton have you got anything to say about Everton Their yeah players? Everton were brilliant and there's there's a few there's obviously a few stand out in terms of playing the fantasy game players for me you got Lucas Dinier at left back obviously he's on corners free kicks excellent delivery uh, and then you've got obviously Alan and Decore came in played really well but they're not fantasy players Decore was at Watford but he's playing a bit deeper Evan. I wouldn't say he's a fantasy player um but then you've got James, Rodriguez, and then you've got Richarlison, uh, obviously Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I think you, there's probably four there that you can choose from. I'm looking to definitely get one in this week because they've got quite a nice little run now, starting with West Brom at home. So I'm definitely looking to get one in. Yeah, I saw something about James um, creating five chances, which is like... It's the most since Alexis joined, isn't it? From a debut player. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's sort of words out of my mouth. So, um, sorry, spoiling no, stats. Fine. Um, I mean, this podcast is about you, really, isn't it? With your <laughs> your score. So, anytime you want to jump in, just people people will be listening. I'm actually on the look for a new co-host after seeing you at the bottom of the league, Monday. I'm yeah. Oh, I can't say anything at the moment except um, I, you, you, people need someone to relate to if they're struggling. So, <laughs> I'm I'm that at the moment, which is great. Obviously, we both. You're quite keen on Everton as well, aren't you, after seeing them? Yeah, I think I'm not going to get anyone this week, though, because, as you say, it's like Richarlison looked good, Dominic Carvert-Lewin scored, Hammers looked like he was creating. I'm not really sure I know who the best one out of the out of the options is after one game week, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave Everton for now, even though they've got a really good fixture this week. Right. Is there any other teams that you're looking to bring in, then? Um, I just think um, with one with one set of fixtures played, I don't really n- know. Like Leeds look good as well, didn't they? But again, I'm not sure who, apart from Ailing, who I've already got. I don't know if I'd want another one. Yeah, um, I've got Luke Ailing as well. There's a uh, another team that impressed me was Wolves, but they're just carrying on from the last two seasons now, aren't they? they just look solid. Yeah, so did you, you caught the highlights of that one, didn't you? Yeah, I watched highlights of that game, and uh, I don't think even Sheffield United even had an opportunity. Oh, they hit, they hit the post, actually, but other than that, it was Wolves pretty much from start to finish. Would um, you say defenders from them, then? Or yeah, yeah, absolutely, and they got City next, but then after that, they're on a nice... There's even there's even calls for an early wild card, I think, after this game week, just because you've got Everton, who's fixtures lighting up you got Wolves and then I think you got Chelsea as well after they play Liverpool their fixtures are really good and then City as well So the, and United actually so there's there's definitely a case for an early wild card I'd say not that I'm going to advocate my viewers after after last week <laughs> so um, who who if, if with um, if you had to get a Wolves player in now who would it be? Probably, definitely looking at the defence, I'd probably say Roman Sice. I know everyone was jumping on Vinagre, but he didn't even play, did he? And that's not a very good sign, considering they just signed the, was it Marcel? And he's already straight in, so I don't think Vinagre is going to get a look in. So, just Roman Sice, just because of the goal potential, as he did score. Connor Cody, you don't really get that. Um, and then you got Trior, he's playing wing-back, his midfielder, so... There is Bolly, but he's a bit more expensive, so probably Roman size for me. How about you? Um, well, I actually I I, I missed that game. I um, I'm not had a chance to catch up with it yet, but um, for, just from looking at the scoreline and who was on the score sheet, and yeah, it looks like if if Wolves are just going to carry on with how they, they were last they've year, they've got no defense. European football as well, so that's uh, another case for getting them in. I think they'll be playing the strongest team every week. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so yeah I think the the only thing with my team though is that um, with all the problems I've got with my expensive players bringing in a Wolves defender is <laughs> low down my uh, priority order at the moment um, sh- sh- should we talk a bit about uh, the teams that look shit the ones that we maybe want to target with captain choices or players we want to get rid of yeah so we obviously we both lumbered with Spurs assets at the moment I was quite big on Eric Dyer but he was at fault for the for the goal so it's not looking good for him um, obviously my faith in Mourinho's defence was misjudged but 
it's only one game week, like you say. They've got, they've got a good run now. They've got Southampton. And they've got a couple of nice home fixtures. I know they've got United in between that, but I'm going, I'm going to stick probably with Son Dyer this week. I'm just going to take the hit, especially with, I think Son would go down maybe 0.1 or 0.2 just because he's, he's quite heavily owned. Um, so that's going to be a bit... We talked last week about getting the value in early at the start of the season so that'll already be a hit to the team value but I've got I've got Antonio in and I need to get I need to get the value I need to um, get him out really just because of the West Ham's fixtures and they obviously look a bit dire at the moment so um, of the teams that look shit were Fulham and West Brom they just they just have nothing nothing about them really I fear for them too you think it's going to be them two and one other so um, this week I'm looking to captain Bamiang because he's got a nice fixture against West Ham and that'll probably be the end of Bamiang for me. Um, famous last words. Just because, yeah. <laughs> just because uh, everyone's going to be trying to get Kevin De Bruyne in or Raheem Sterling after this. So I think so Bamiang... just just quickly on West Ham. I think with the promoted teams, it's um, first game up in the, in the Premier League. They weren't necessarily games against. Leicester and Arsenal that they were going to have great chances of winning whereas I was really really amazed by how bad West Ham looked against Newcastle um, so yeah I, th- I agree with the thing about Aubameyang against West Ham I think him up against Fredericks is um, an enticing prospect surely yeah definitely there's an interesting XG on Aubameyang did he he only had one shot on target was it on or maybe he might have had another one later on, but before his goal, he actually wasn't didn't in, had much involvement in play. But that was Bamiang last year. He didn't, he didn't really have too many clear cut opportunities. But when he when he does get through, more often than not, scores, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, from what I did watch that game, and he was quite involved at the top of it. There was another couple of chances towards the end where he laid one on for Lacazette, which could have gone in, and he was almost in the end of a couple of things. So. Um, he could have he could he could have had at least another attacking return in that game, which um, would have helped soften the blow for me on Salah, but wasn't to be. So yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about um, putting the captain on him this week against against West Ham. I think he's going to be quite a popular choice, yeah. especially with Liverpool playing Chelsea. Um, so yeah, I mean we've already started talking a little bit about what we're looking forward to this week. Um, what have you got? What's like? What are you th- the things you're mulling over? You you mentioned a couple of things that you're thinking about with the team, but yeah, I'm just going to bring my team up now. So, like you said, early on in the season, you don't really want to be touching your defense much. So you got back three, back four. You kind of don't want to alter that too much, just because you want to try and get the best premium in. So I'm looking at my team now. Antonio is definitely coming out 100. No, you you turn on that one. Um, and it's no, just, you turn on that one. Yeah, right, you can, can, can. Can we get that in right? You can quote me on that. Antonio will come out. He's got Arsenal, Wolves, Leicester, Spurs, City, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking to either get Dominic Calvert Lewin in for Antonio one transfer, or the other option I was looking at before was Antonio to Dominic Calvert. Um, Sorry, Antonio to Martial and Son to Rodriguez, James Rodriguez. So I think it's between them two for me now, uh, whether they'll take the one transfer or take the minus four. I know you don't like taking hits early on in the season, do you? 
Um, I do sometimes if, if it's players if I know there's players I really want. Um, I think with this week, this 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 first week's just chewed me up and spat me out, hasn't it? So I think I need I need some time to um, process what's just happened. So I'm I'm gonna leave it a week and then so you, when I've got two free transfers next week, I'm then gonna take three and then maybe tra- transfer out like Ali. Pulisic and one of the Southampton boys. I've got two Southampton strikers. I thought, I thought Adams and Ings would, would, get something against Palace with their defensive injuries. But it turns out they both they both had a clear cut shot, didn't they? I watched that match of the day. Guidance. Yeah, they did. But um, for a lot of the game, Crystal Palace like were just resolute, organised. They looked well drilled despite the players they had out. So. That, that, that kind of gives me a bit of doubt as well about whether United first week back against Palace, whether it will be the route that people are on about. Everyone's rushing to take hits to bring in Fernandez and um, Martial for this week. But if Palace just come and park the bus like like they did for, for Southampton, I know United have a different calibre of attacking player, so it could easily go another way if they get an early goal. But um, I'm yeah. I'm happy to wait a week. I think I'm just gonna sit on my hands this week, which um seems counterintuitive after you've just had a shocker. But I think <laughs> if I think... I'm if I'm looking at your team now, does Tottenham play Southampton in the weekend? You're not concerned you're gonna have five players in that game. Um, well, I am now. Uh, you've said it, and now you've put it in some terms <laughs> like that. But I think for me, I'm just gonna have to. I'm just I'm just set on wanting to transfer three out next week, and just, I want to w- w- catch as much football as I can this weekend, and then make m- make a decision on two sets, of two game weeks of information rather than one. Right, um, interesting. Because you know the players that played first week, like I mean, if Pulisic comes in back into the team next week, and he was just out the first week, just because it was first game of the season, and there was like random decisions being made I'd, and then I transferred him out straight away after one week I'd, I'd, I don't want to make any like rash decisions in that sense I think the further we the further we get into the the um you know two three four games in I think that's when we'll probably know the pattern of what the first 11 is like I don't know what you think but I don't know if the first 11s that just play game week one are definitely the first 11s if that makes sense yeah, and I know what you mean, but there is quite obviously the teams that did well. They're not going to be changing the team now, are they? Like obviously Newcastle. I don't know how West Ham were bad, but Newcastle looked quite good. And then Everton. That t- that first eleven looks like it's going to be pretty much set now. I can't see that changing much. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it. There's it depends. Like so, the people who like had Mitrovic this, this week. Like I wouldn't go transferring him out necessarily just because. No, no, I think that was won. a yeah. tactical thing, yeah. And so, yeah, I and I think with Pulisic, like, he did have a bit of a... He did start pre-season training later than everyone else, so I think maybe Lampard has decided not to throw him in from the first game week, but with how, with how he looked towards the end of last season, where, like, he seemed the main man, surely he's going to come back into the, into the fray at some point. So yeah, I, I'm at the moment. I'm thinking 
I'm, I'm, I'm not committing into it like you are with your uh, your cast iron guarantee that you're known for with your um, <laughs> the things you say on this podcast. But yeah, I'm, I, I might change my mind later in the week. But I'm thinking at the moment that I want to make three transfers after game week two. Um, and then I'll probably bring in... So I'm having you on record that there'll be no transfers made this week. Can I mean, you, even, can you just even, can you just clarify that? I'm I'm right. I'm putting out a flimsy guarantee that I'm not going to make a transfer this week. No, and I would you say, can't be brought in disrepute. You don't make any. Well, I fucking stuck to my word last week, didn't I? <laughs> and so I'm saying this week, my flimsy guarantee is worth more on paper than your cast iron no U-turn bullshit that you say in Antonio. <laughs> It, it will come out, don't you worry, it'll be out. It's interesting uh, looking at the price rises last night. You got Patrick Bamford and Willian. I know they both had strong first game weeks, but Bamford won't, he wouldn't be the first choice striker you don't fancy after two, three games. And Willian, obviously, everyone's going to be taking Bamiang out next week because they've got Liverpool, Sheffield United, West Ham, then Leicester, then United. It's just funny seeing the knee jerk reactions to game week one. Um, and I'm gonna copy by getting hammers in, but I just say it's just quite, it's just quite funny the first first opening game weeks. So right, so that's the Everton player you're most leaning towards then, hammers. Yeah, so I said it's it's one of two. It's going to be either Antonio out for Dominic Calvert Lewin, or it's going to be Antonio and Son out for Martial and Hamas Rodriguez. Who would which one would you side towards? Um, well, from the first game week, it looked like a lot of the shots were being taken by Richarlison, and he seemed more involved generally, but then it was Calvert-Lewin that popped up with the goal, um, yeah. whereas with Hammers in midfield, he was like constantly on the ball and creating chances, so I think the safer pick would probably be Hammers, because he's going to get... It seems like there'll be a flow of assists there, at least, with the set pieces and stuff he's on. Right. And do you, um, you, you think Spurs are going to be that shit every week? Spurs? I, don't, I think the, the other thing, I mean, we mentioned the first on the first week's podcast with Spurs is that they've got this stupid run of fixtures with the Europa League qualifying and all that. Like, they are... I mean, depending on how Mourinho treats the Europa League qualifying, if they're playing some of the first team in those games, they're just going to be run ragged come October. Yeah. So, yeah, I am. I'm. I think Ali, in my team, will be coming out sooner rather than that. He he'll be one of the three coming out next week for me. Okay. Um. So on. So in terms of captains, we're both set on Orba. Yeah, probably change to Mo Salah. <laughs> 11 o'clock Saturday but yeah for now so yeah so interesting on that so th- th- there will be people wondering obviously after Salah's hat-trick why 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 mess with the winning formula what more Salah it's because he's a, a way to Chelsea uh, just the fixture I and mean, that, that b- b- Brighton scored against Chelsea yeah there's, there's you, I'm, I'm saying it on record now Aubameyang will be my game week two captain so you you put in two things on record for this podcast. Yes, I am. I don't know why I'm to keep doing this. I might just be <laughs> indecisive like you. I won't make it as a as a politician. That's for sure. Um. So, vice captain. Uh, Would that be Salah? Yeah, either Salah Son, 
or or Martial, depending on what transfers get made. Mm. So th- th- there will be quite a lot of people bringing in a United player for this for their first game. Like yeah, everyone's got... going with Bruno, aren't they? But for me, how United finished the season last year, Martial was the best player, I thought. Um, and he's obviously a bit cheaper. Bruno's, a lot of his points come from, well, it's whether they keep getting the rate of penalties that United get, but... So, yeah, so if you could have anyone, like, say you weren't, say if you were someone managing a team that didn't have over or they didn't fancy over, who would be, like, who's the second standout captain that you reckon this way? Out of anyone, not yeah. in my team. Um, I'd be siding towards Martial, personally. Yeah. Um, how about you? Yeah, I think Martial or Bruno, I think, yeah. Um, but I think, I think if to be honest, if I had Salah, I'd be tempted to leave it on him again, having watched him in that first game. Cause yeah, he was brilliant, wasn't he? Like, it wasn't just that he scored the goals, it was just he just looked the sharpest player in the team as well. Because last season when he was doing well, like those games where Mane seemed more on it, and Manny seemed the player that was in the game more, but Salah would get the points. Whereas last week it just looked like um, Manny wasn't. Manny didn't seem on Salah's level in that game. Um, so, I mean, and yes, Salah's coming up against his old club in Chelsea as well. Whether that gives him an extra, an extra level of motivation, I don't know. But yeah, I get the argument, and it's form over fixture. But West Ham just looked terrible and. For me, he he didn't fancy Fredericks as well, did he? Mo? He's, he was playing Johnson up until the last preseason game, and I think Johnson had a bit of a shocker, so that's the only reason Fredericks was playing. Right, because so yeah. there was, was rumours between either Johnson or, well, everyone was saying either Johnson or Mitchell for the four point oh defender. Obviously, Mitchell delivered six points. Um, he was on my bench, unfortunately. So do you buy into anything about this? Um, you know, there was that bit of controversy on Twitter with uh, Noble coming out and like having a slide dig at the board because Diangana went to West Brom. Do you buy into any of the sort of squad disharmony thing at West Ham? Yeah, abso- absolutely. It Was it them? It was either them. I think it was them who uh, pulled out a friendly because the players refused to play just before the season. Oh, uh, right, okay. It was even West Ham or Newcastle? No, I think it was, it was definitely West Ham. So yeah, I mean, it, it, that points even more towards targeting West Ham this week, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, give a little shout out to my brother. Uh, he's got he's actually gone with Willian just because he had, I think it was Ali to Willian and he had the exact money. So I do, as a one-week punt, it's not a bad choice, but I just think looking at the fixtures, Aubameyang and Willian is a bit too much for me, but... Who knows? Arsenal did look good first game. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, I think w- with Willian, I mean, it was it was pleasing to see that he was on. He had quite a strong share of set pieces as well, which boosts his appeal. Um, yeah, speaking of set pieces, uh, one player who actually stood out for me last night was Reese James. He was quality, and he was on he was on corners. I think he took a free kick as well. Um, but he. he for all the money that Chelsea spent on Havertz and Werner uh, and uh, who's the other one bought? Uh, 
Ziyech, who obviously didn't play, he was injured. But um, yeah, for all the money that they sent, and he was the strongest player going forward for me. Um, and it'll be interesting to see whether he. There's always someone who comes from. There's always a defender, isn't there, who kind of lights up the game. Um, taken away from Trent and Robbo, who do it every year. But there's always a defender who comes in at that price point, and everyone seems to have him in. Um, it was one Pesaka a few years ago when he was at Palace. I think it was a bit cheaper then, but there's always some. And there was obviously Lundstrom last year, who was a bit cheaper, but there's always someone who's a bit lower in price that kind of after 10 game weeks everyone has. And I think he could be the one this year for me. Right. Do you think he's. Do you think when Chilwell's fit, like, how do you reckon that back four looks? Because surely. I, I yeah, it's interesting one. You think Aspilicueta come in, but. Aspilicueta's club captain, right? Yeah, he is, but if. Lampard, the the signings they made, they're obviously building the team to, for the future, so he's obviously ready for it. And I'd be very surprised if he's not playing at the, against Liverpool and going forward. Yeah, I mean it's an interesting one to see. I, I think I'm, yeah, with with James, I'd want to see. Yeah, wait and see. I'd probably after five yeah. game weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, this just sounds like my mindset to everything. Though, isn't it? Just, just wait five weeks once I'm <laughs> further down the table, and then I'll panic and make. But no, but I do think with with this, like, because Quetta is obviously going to feature at some point. He's not just going to be banished. So I'd want to wait and see if they don't, maybe maybe they'll go to like a back five and it'll be three at the back with James playing as a wing back, which maybe that would make him even better as an option. You'd argue, or Quetta might go into centre back alongside Thiago. Yeah, that's a good shout. So yeah, um, I think I'd, I'd wait to see how it pans out. I think the thing holding me off the wild card early as well is the transfer window still open. Um, yeah, it's mid. Is it mid October? It shuts. Uh, so that's one thing that puts me off, because obviously Tottenham are going after Bell now as well. So it'd be interesting. There's going to be a few, and will Bruce to get that move? And if he does, he he comes an option again. I think Sheffield United want him. So, so um, to continue the little theme of talking about defenders, um, how do you feel about um, Liverpool's defense? Did you catch any of the? Um, Leeds Liverpool game yeah uh, I think did something similar happened last year where everyone was saying is Trent worth the money and a bit of a clamour to get him out but I just think I do think I'd be very surprised if he doesn't prove his worth again over these 38 games he's definitely not a player I'd be looking to get out maybe maybe if after 5-6 game weeks he's still getting 2 points then I might look at it but he's, he's capable of getting 20 25 points on his day in any game so he's not one that I would want to take out but it'd be interesting to see the next game against Chelsea whether whether the leads were that good or Liverpool fell off a bit um, so like you say the wait and see method it'll be interesting to see after a few game weeks whether whether the uh, sure up at the back or just continue to concede goals What, what would you be doing if you doubled like for people who might have Trent and Robbo or Trent and Van Dyke. What would you come off one maybe, or would you would you like hold firm and wait for them to come good? Um, it's one of them again. The after the Chelsea game, they've got Arsenal at home, but Villa, Everton, Sheffield United, West Ham. Um, but the thing is, if you have two seven million, is quite a lot that could. Say if you yeah. downgraded them to a 4.5, you've suddenly got a bit of money to play with then going forward. Um, at the moment, obviously, I'm happy because I've got Trent and Salah. I think that's probably the two I'd want from, that, from Liverpool. 
Yeah, I think on their defence, I mean, one of Leeds' goals, I think the first one actually came from, or it might have been the second one, from Van Dijk misjudging something and being a bit... I think he was just being a bit yeah, casual. He was... Yeah, so that's not going to happen often. Like, So I just think before you start transferring out Liverpool defenders, just wait for it to settle down a bit. <laughs> like they are, they are still going to get at least 10 clean sheets this season. So I'm sure the defence will be back to what it was sooner rather than later. Um, so b- b- before you um, you mentioned uh, a shout out to your brother, shall we have a quick look at the table and the questions we've had from the from the yeah, group? So this, this is week? the this is the FPL Mansion Mini League that we're playing, isn't it? I think is my brother leading the way. Uh, I mean, it's I you and your brother first and second. <laughs> Takeover. <laughs> that was the way last year, wasn't it? Or was I came second? Did, did I not come second last oh, year? Oh, possibly. Yeah. What do you mean possibly? I came second <laughs> last year. Mate, after your um, start, I've forgotten forgotten that you knew how to play the game. <laughs> um, looking at, would you think the people were about third and fourth? I mean, I, I'm saying definitely Rainy in third is not staying in third for long. He'll start choking sooner rather than later. <laughs> Bringing in one week punts and then wondering why they didn't work and yeah, I just I just can't see him staying at the, staying in the top half. I can't can't see Mike staying in fourth either. Um, looking at the bottom, obviously I'm gonna rise up sooner rather than, than later. That's gonna be a change. Do you th- do you think how how's the league looking for you after one week? Yeah. Obviously, like you say, the start, I think the start to any FPL season, um, it's not it's not catastrophic if you start poorly like yourself, but if after three, four, five, you, you're still down there, you, you begin to worry then and you start taking, you start taking really risky moves and, and if they don't pay off, you're even further behind. Whereas when you're at the top, you're kind of controlling things and you can just, when there's a bandwagon player, you jump on them and it's quite hard to make that ground up for the teams below you once but that doesn't happen until like 10, 10 game weeks I'd probably say and then everyone's, once everyone's played the first wild card everyone seems to have similar teams so I think if you can get if yourself can get a nice few game weeks under your belt now you, you'll be right in amongst it yeah so you, 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 your advice to me would be if I'm still at the bottom come game weeks 4 or 5 wild card yeah, absolutely. You don't yeah. not think you don't you don't want to find yourself too far behind because I think obviously last year I had a good year, but the season before, by game week twenty five I was so far behind and I was having to make ridiculous transfers in the hope that they'd pay off and just didn't. Um so yeah. Mm, interesting. So um w- w- one of the questions we've actually had is around uh wildcard strategy so I guess that segues into that um, nice. so Baron asked um, what's a good tactic to play the wildcard play early or wait for a potential corona second wave and fixture pile up oh interesting I mean, um, I'll, I'll start on that one if you want nope yeah cool yeah. so I reckon in terms of fixture pile up obviously with United and City missing the first game there will be a double game week for them at some point before before Christmas I imagine yeah so I think that automatically stands out as a week maybe you'd want to 
wild carding too. Um, we'll be ready for that. And yeah, I think we've, we've seen in the Scottish League, which started a few weeks before the Premier League, that there have been instances of players breaking the COVID bubble and t- games having to be called off or like teams having no keepers because of COVID stuff. So there will be corona implications at some point, definitely, um, especially with what the players seem to have been up to all summer. So, so yeah, know, I think, I th- though, the the Premier League, obviously, there's a lot more money in that than the Scottish Premier League. They'll do anything to try and present. There was no problems at all Project Restart, was there? Everyone goes on about this. There's definitely going to be some uh, disruption to the game, but I don't think that'll come from the Premier League. I think that'll come from the country itself. Right, okay. Yeah, that's a point. I mean, yeah, as you said, there wasn't... I can't remember a problem in Project Restart. I just think the testing's a lot more intensive than the Scottish, but I, I don't know, but I think there's a lot more money in yeah so yeah I mean and so in terms of tactics like with when you're playing the the wild card like what are you um, are you setting up similar to like the strategies we outlined in game one of how you set up a team like a range of price points not too much money in one position captain options is there anything different you do Um, I think I think this year I think Obviously, there's concerns about um, games being disrupted and stuff, but I think I will do it early this year. I, lo- I like to do my first wildcard early and my second one quite late, but what I like to look for is basically high ownership. Pl- it depends if I'm near the top, probably high ownership players uh, just playing it steady and then one or two differentials, but not too many. And then obviously the fixture run, I'd look over like 10 game weeks I'd be building a team for the future really I won't be just be like playing my wild card and who they're playing this week um, it would be over a 10 week stint I'd probably say I'd probably look 10 game weeks in advance no more than that but yeah that's what I look for yeah I think the other thing for me with the wild card uh, if you're playing it with the aim of catching up a bit not just having all the players that everyone else has yeah is important but it, also it depends on the position doesn't it yeah also having enough of the like you, you want to have like the De Bruyne's etc but you don't you don't want to be you know chancing your arm with differentials in like someone else instead of De Bruyne but you want maybe one or two at this stage where you're looking at how you're going to catch up so I think it's for me with the work hard it's about getting the right template players as you'd say in so your rank doesn't drop and then looking at the one or two positions maybe like you know your your seven million player your six million player like someone different in those sort of yeah that's probably where you're going to make your your ground in it and that that kind of price point because i think it's tempting to start filling your team with players that nobody else has be like shit i'm playing my wild card i need to rip everything out and but you could end up just falling like a stone even further if you if you do that. So, so yeah, I think that would be my one bit of advice on the wild card is don't don't try and be like a renegade and go super super um, off piste with it. Uh, Not like rainy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think a, a rule for form, a rule in life is 
don't be like Rooney, I think. So, yeah. Um, second question. Well, yeah, theme of the podcast, really, from, from Ross. Interested to hear what will be Callum's backtrack of the week. I mean, you, you've given two cast iron guarantees. It's like, of the two, which do you think are you more likely to backtrack on? So my two are Antonio's out and Aubameyang's captain. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I could put money on you backtracking on both, I would, <laughs> given what you did last week. I'd probably say of the two, Aubameyang would be the one, but I, I can't see myself change. But I said that last week. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then what's the third question? Third question from from Mike. Top picks for game with two goal scoring defenders. Um, Oh, defenders, go on, you, you start. I'm well, I mean, we, t- we talked a little bit about, about James, didn't we? Uh, so, yeah, he's got Liverpool, though, this week. But yeah, I think with that question, I mean, in terms of the way we both play the game, we wouldn't advocate bringing in a player just for one game week anyway, necessarily. So I reckon no. we should treat that question as, right, yeah, yeah. who's the goal-scoring defender to get, like, if people are looking to get rid of a defender. I think... The other player maybe to keep an eye on is um, Leicester's wing back. Kaska, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Castagne, yeah. the, yeah, the Belgian guy. Because uh, that header that he popped up with, like even Vardy said after the game, like he'll take amazing confidence, like putting that away, popping up in that position. Um, so if he's if he's if Leicester are gonna look like a top six team again this year and not play like how they did towards the end of last season then until um, I guess there might be a bit of doubt there with Pereira coming back but he's a way off I think yeah with fitness so yeah I think he's a way off otherwise they wouldn't have signed a new right back so yeah so I think yeah I mean if you have 5.5 to spend I guess I think that would be where I'd be looking I guess if you have 6 to spend would you look at uh, Luca Dean because he still had quite a lot of set pieces like he had uh, Hammers haven't taken them all off him. No, no, he just took corners and obviously took that free kick. Yeah, he'd be one I'm looking at. I'm trying to think of 4.5. Obviously, we both got Ailing. He looked... He kept Mane really quiet. I don't think Mane even got past him. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if that was because Mane was quiet or because Ailing was good. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking of the 4.5 price point because um, that's where... Other than Trent, everyone seems to have four point five defenders, don't they? It's not often they get. Mm, that's true. Obviously, we talked about size, um, and then I'm not Maybe sure. Let's just bring up Mike's team, see what defenders he's got already. So he's got he's got Trent. Oh, he's got he's got he's got Doherty. So he might be wanting to move someone out of the Doherty because we've been saying Mourinho. We've we've all been suckered into Spurs players. So if he was yeah, he he was. Bad as well. He got brought off. I think they're looking to sign uh, Ryan Golding from Sevilla, who's a right back. So I don't know if, right. if Mourinho's already having second thoughts. So he, he did have a chance, though. Like, he did come close. Yeah, he, he did. Had a shot he did. That, so, I mean, yeah, I guess if you were getting rid of Doherty, though, I guess, yeah, you could go to Dean. Oh, I am looking at Mike's team now. Like, the other four, you won't really change Trent, Justin, Sice, and Mitchell. Doherty's the one in it. Yeah, probably Doherty to Dean would be the one for me. Yeah, or even he's got Mitchell on the bench. So, yeah, I mean, he could even just, yeah, go Doherty to a 4.5 and then put put the money somewhere else in his team if he wanted to. Um, 
So yeah, as well as the the reasonable questions, there was a couple of um, shit random questions that we'll just quickly end the podcast with. Um, so <laughs> Orion says, how silly are United fans feeling now after Flopba, um, which he's referring to Pogba there, has been embarrassed after showing his bang average when compared to Bruno that plays for the club and not his ego. Sounds like he's got an agenda to... It would, yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. Doesn't I mean, United didn't even play in the first week, so how how can the question that you come up with be about... I mean, it's just... His, his, his level of vindiction towards Pogba must be like Graham Sooner's levels to, to bring that up here. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you would say yeah, Pogba doesn't seem as integral to the United team now that Bruno's there and not from a fantasy perspective he he still played well but yeah yeah, I can't it's going to take a lot for him to come into my team Um, so yeah I mean I think be be less like Sunez is what I'd say to to Orion I mean no one wants to be like Sunez so words to live by Um, and then the second shit question from 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 Josh is is Alan San Maximin better than Ronaldo? <laughs> Which one? I mean, either Ronaldo. It's equally as stupid a question, isn't it? So if it's if it's the Brazilian Ronaldo, it's still a stupid question, right? Um, come back to me when he's uh, got me two goals next game week. So should, should, I mean, I guess we can talk quickly a little bit about Alan Max because a lot of people went for him. Um, and it looked like maybe Callum Wilson was the. Yeah, fan- he, he looked good, but and um, Saint Maximin always looks good for Newcastle. He's the best player, but whether he's going to deliver the goals and assists—that's another question. Yeah, I mean that's the thing I'd wonder with him. Like, is he just one of those players that always looks good on the eye, but doesn't? Maybe last year is a Damatriore because other than a few game weeks, he was that kind of player, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I'd be tempted to wait. I wouldn't transfer him out yet. But, uh, no, not at no. 5.5. I'd give him a couple more. I think he's got he's got Brighton next. Definitely going to stay in for that. So yeah, I think that's I think that's it for this week. Um, have you got anything else, anything else to add? Any last uh, digs about my game week? <laughs> no, I just hope that we're getting a rejuvenised Mindy next week and hopefully I've not backtracked on my two cast iron statements otherwise I think the jury will be coming for me yeah so next week obviously I'll be talking about the three transfers I'm going to make next <laughs> week, a mini wild card as I like to call it um, and yeah and then yeah we'll, I'm sure we'll start the Mindy with, uh, wild card mini wild card oh, I thought, the okay. Mindy, Mindy wild card sounds better God. no I'm not well I am that egotistical but not in that <laughs> instance I'm not I'm not going to call it I'm not going to name it after myself um so yeah, should we just on that note, should we just leave it there? Best yeah, of luck to everyone this, yeah. this game week. Um, Good luck out there. Hopefully, um, hopefully some of the advice we've given actually helps you this week, which it probably didn't last week. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, not when you're at the bottom of the table. Not for long. Not for long. Right. All right. Are we, are we done. Yeah. Out. Adios. Out. See ya. Bye.